This is the Book of Mormon for you. A daily dose of scripture and thoughts by us kids to help us develop a love for the Book of Mormon to last a lifetime. Hey, 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 hey! Okay, everybody, I'm really excited. I've got a special guest with me. Do you want to introduce yourself? I'm Joshua, and I am 15 years old. Okay. And a cool thing about you, a fun fact that I just learned just now, was that your parents were some of our greatest friends when we lived in Virginia in dental school. So (laughs) I just have to tell you, if we're talking about being born of goodly parents, you were. They're amazing. I think your dad is one of the kindest men I've ever met in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's pretty awesome. He is. Both of your parents are. Your mom is so much fun. She's coming to see me in a couple weeks, too. That's awesome. Yeah. So, okay. All right. All pleasantries aside. Um, you live in Utah. Yes. How do you feel about living in Utah? Uh, cold and warm sometimes. <laughs> right. But um, it's kind of just different, but uh, it's like people always tell you, like, go find someone that's like not a member of the church and like teach them uh-huh. when you think everyone is because it's Utah. Right. And that's kind of a struggle. But then when you do find the opportunity, uh-huh. like you push them a little too hard and then that happens. <laughs> right. So it's a trick. It's a trick growing up with so many people that are members, isn't it? Yeah. Because when we lived in Virginia, I remember the kids at the high school, sometimes there was like two members in their whole high school. And they had to be the example. They had to be the ones that were like, this is what I believe. And they really had to stand out. But sometimes I think it's even harder when you're just mixed in with everybody that's a member. Because some go, some don't. You don't know how to walk the line. Am I too righteous? Am I not righteous enough? Like, I think that's hard. Yeah, it's, it's just kind of different. Yeah, I think so. I think it's a challenge living there. I, I think it's a struggle. It is. And I'm not exactly sure why you would hope that being having a billion members around you would make you stronger. But sometimes I think the opposite is true. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess the goal for you is to stand up and be an example, even though it's hard. Yeah. yeah. All right. Just, well, yeah. you told me a cool story about a scripture that you liked. Will you tell me your experience? What happened? Yeah. So I was at UFY and... Before EFY, it was just originally religion was eh, and church was eh, and the Book of Mormon was just weird stories. <laughs> and uh, then reading and on my brother's phone that he he's on a mission, uh-huh. and he put a note by Jacob two eight. Will you read and, Jacob? Uh, will you read Jacob two eight for us? Yeah, and it supposeth me that they have come up hither to hear the pleasing word of God. Yea the word which healeth the wounded soul. So when you read that in your brother's phone at EFY, first, what did he write again? And what did you feel about it? Um, It's like blessing. He said, these are the blessings of the Book of Mormon. And like, I I was kind of just reading through just like everybody else was just reading the scriptures. I was like, Oh, what, what is this? And then I just read through it carefully again. And like, came out to me that he like healeth the wounded soul Mm -hmm. like it's just gonna help you out and everything it's not there just to be there right it's not just a bunch of stories about some guy cutting off arms is it 
Yeah. Well, and I sometimes feel like almost in my life now, the stories are sometimes irrelevant. Like to me, the beauty of the Book of Mormon is what you're saying, that the word of God can heal the wounded soul. When I'm sad or having troubles, I can open the Book of Mormon and the things I read calm me. Yeah. I think, I think it, that is such a beautiful, beautiful scripture that it says that it healeth the wounded soul. There's so many of us that have parts of our souls that are wounded and we need that healing and it comes from the word of God. So what happened later on in the day after you had read that and after you felt like, wow, this is something more than just a bunch of stories in a book? Uh, yeah, our EFY counselors, they told us uh, the scriptures were weren't just a bunch of words and then like gives you blessings. And then we went straight to Jacob two eight that read that verse again. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's not convenient. That's gotta be him telling me something. Yeah. That's not a coincidence, right? This is, yeah. I needed to hear this again. Yeah. So what have you done since this to help you not just say, Oh, that's a book over there that I'm going to just not pay attention to. What have you done to help make the, Book of Mormon more meaningful in your life? I realized that if I'm just going to read it, then I'm going to have to pray for a desire to read it and not just be there mm-hmm. just for it. percent. Uh-huh. And pray for the desire. A few weeks ago, I had my niece on there and she said that her mom had taught her to pray for the want. And yeah. I really like that like because sometimes we don't even want to get into the scriptures. And so if that's the first step people have to make is Help me to want to read the scriptures. And then when you do, help heal my soul. Can you take your problems to the Lord and then open the scriptures? Is that something that you've tried? Yeah. Like I'll, I'll just pray and then I go through my prayer and then I'm like um, kind of struggling with this mm-hmm. and like school and stuff. And then I pray and then it's kind of like just calms me, whatever I read. It's just calming there and like lets me know I'm okay it's amazing I I really think it's like it's a magic book my dad used to say it was magic but I feel like I feel like that's what happens like there's a power in it I say it every week that there's a power in this but there's something about it that the Lord can speak to us and he can send the Holy Ghost through the Book of Mormon I think faster and better than any other way yeah I think it's cool that you learned that. Well, is there anything else that you want to share? Uh, just no matter how much I read a day, it could be one or one like verse or like if it's really late at night and I forget to read or it's just reading normally. Mm-hmm. It's always making my day better and making me feel better. That's awesome. And yeah. you said earlier that if you read it in the morning, sometimes it's better. Yeah, in the morning, my day just goes by better. Well, I think that's a good idea to read it in the morning because it helps your whole day go better. And I think sometimes when we read at night too, we're like falling asleep, not really paying attention much. So good advice. Well, Josh, I think you're amazing. I'm grateful that you wrote in and wanted to share your feelings with me and that you're reading every day. Uh, Yeah. Getting ready for your mission. You're not that far away. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for talking to me. And I love that you shared the scripture because I talk about the Book of Mormon all the time and I haven't put this with anything I've said about the Book of Mormon and I love it. There's such a power to heal our souls. So thank you.
Joshua White, and wait, what am I saying? <laughs> okay, I think it's a good admonition. So listen to that. That's my doorbell. Can you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, let's wait for that to stop. I don't know who's. Okay.